This episode of the Adulting Under the Influence podcast is brought to you by the all-new website, hygienesdirtysocks.com. Do you live in your mom's basement? Do you spend all day jerking your gherkin to the thought of contact with another actual human, living or otherwise? If you answered yes to one or both of these questions, (laughs) you're probably the type of sick fuck that has a foot fetish. And if you're the kind of weirdo that gets off on feet, then we have a deal for you. Just pop open the old web browser and type in www.by... What am I doing? You social rejects know how the internet works better than anyone. So come on by our new website, byjeansdirtysocks.com, and get you a not-so-fresh pair of socks today to sniff until your hard-on's content. All sales are final. Length of time socks are worn is not specified. Strength of the smell may vary. Byjeansdirtysocks.com is not a real website. If you thought this was a real ad, you need to reevaluate your life choices. <laughs> Our first sponsor on the podcast. Hmm. You're impressed, right? <laughs> you know how everybody knew that this was actually not real? How? We're in Hawaii and nobody wears socks. Oh, good point. Mm-hmm. This is the Adulting Under the Influence Podcast. I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. (laughs) Oh, so you like the... You like our first sponsor? Mm-hmm. Are you proud of yourself? I am very proud of myself. <laughs> I worked very hard on that. You know, just because somebody is a foot fetish, has a foot fetish, doesn't mean that they like stinky socks. But I mean, the two kind of go hand in hand. I, I mean, mean, a lot of the people... Well, I think if you like stinky socks, it might be because you have a foot fetish. But if you have a foot fetish, that doesn't necessarily mean you like stinky socks. Let's not group all foot fetishists into the same foot fetish category they're all fucking weirdos and <laughs> and that that commercial was meant specifically for them oh okay that's what i'm going with all right <laughs> welcome back it is episode three of the adulting under the influence podcast i'm jason i'm Jean, and it is good to be here not as long a break between number two and three as there was between one and two no but it was definitely more than a week it was a little more than a week it was It was a week more than a week. It was not a full week more than a week. You're right. It was a week and six days more than a week. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was a week and six days total, not a week and six days more than a week. That'd be two weeks and six days. It wasn't that long. It was two weeks, almost two weeks ago we did one, right? Yes. It was a a week and six days total. (sighs) (laughs) I can tell you're you're very pleased with me right now. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, but it is good to be back, and it's nice to be here. Beautiful day, sun is shining, drinks in hand. I've got a, a beer, you've got your vodka drink. Mm-hmm. It is your patented beverage of choice. Yeah, we should and give it a name. We should. We should definitely name it. The, the Minnesota Tidal No, that was taken. <laughs> the Hawaii Tidal Wave. There we go. Hmm. No. You don't look, you're, you're looking disapprovingly. Is that a word? I think so. I think if you put L-Y on any type of word, you can make a word. Then becomes an adverb, which is something that describes a verb. That works then. 
But if it's describing a tidal wave, wouldn't it be describing a noun, not a verb? Talking about disapprovingly. <clears throat> yeah, okay. I'm looking at what you said disapprovingly. <laughs> okay, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, I was... God, I just can't get it, can't get it together today. Anyway, we're also drinking whiskey. Mm. Um, I've got a glass of Lagavulin 16-year-old single malt scotch. You have the Kirin Fuji Soruka, I think is how you pronounce it. So the whiskey we brought back from Japan. Oh, no we went. So, yeah, we're just in that nice, smooth, easy-drinking, non-chill-filtered whiskey. Because we have to make sure the Adulting Under the Influence podcast lives up to its name. Always. What do you think of that? It's good. It's really smooth, right? Mm. I know there's not a lot left of it, so I'm drinking it very sparingly, which is also an adverb. It is. <laughs> well played, <laughs> huh? You like that, don't you? Um, no, so I don't know how... I came up with the commercial because the last podcast we were talking about guys that buy dirty socks, and you were like, God damn, I should start doing it. I should start selling my dirty socks to weirdos on the internet. And there was a like brief moment where we were joking about that. So I created the website. Mm-hmm. and It doesn't have to be a joke. Yeah, this I'm, could be I, an, a, a nice source of income. I know. I mean, Well, I just, except the, for the whole, like, not wearing socks in Hawaii. But I could pull, like, what they did in um, uh, Orange is the New Black. And where they weren't really wearing them? Yeah. Yeah. We could find some inmates, maybe, and get their... No, you do wear socks to work, though. So we could That's just true. we could just get your work socks and and sell those, which would be good because you're, you know, you're active, you're moving around, you're going, you're doing stuff, you're, you're wearing those socks 10 hours a day or so, hmm. 8 to 10 hours a day. So that would be good. Yeah. There would be some, some funk there. And any funk that isn't present, we could always artificially yeah. implant the funk in the socks. And I think we... We could make a killing doing this. Mm-hmm. And I did buy the auipodcast.com domain name. Yep. So I could just could buy. That could be our first store item. Yep. Buy jeans, dirty socks on auipodcast.com, <laughs> which does not exist yet. <clears throat> Don't go to the website. There's nothing there. We just purchased the domain name. Yeah. So. so you can't buy that. No. You can't buy that domain name and try to sell it back to us later. Not going to work, fuckers. Good. Yeah, it was it was a fun little project. I just wanted to surprise you with. So that'd be a great start to the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, drinks are poured. Podcast is rolling. We have to celebrate the end of an era here. This is a big, <laughs> a big moment in our lives. The um, buttered popcorn era has come to an end. <laughs> For those of you who are new to the podcast, we have a baby. Um, he is seven months old now, and up until six months old, you know he was just on breast milk that's all he ate and for some reason when he would shit it smelled like buttered popcorn yeah Any, anytime he had a dirty diaper it was just a strange aroma of buttered popcorn yeah and i'm i wasn't familiar with this like have an older kid 12 year old been through this before i don't remember there ever being a buttered popcorn smell maybe it was breast milk related may, may have been because he was formula fed so this might be specifically due to the breast milk but since he hit around six months, we started feeding him some pureed baby food and other things. Mm-hmm. And the joy of only having to deal with buttered popcorn smell is fucking gone. Now yeah. it just smells like shit most of the time. Yeah. It's yeah. not pleasant. It's, I mean, it's still not terrible because it's your kid and that does make a difference. Yeah. But it's still bad. It's still no. The buttered popcorn made life easy. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, 
and made me crave pickles. <laughs> well, when we were talking about it, I was like, oh, I smell buttered popcorn. And then we looked at the 12-year-old and we're like, yeah, his poop smells like buttered popcorn. He's like, ew. And then he was quiet a second. He's like, I want buttered popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and we had buttered popcorn and we had pickles, which until you and I were together, didn't realize wasn't a thing for everybody. I thought pickles and popcorn was just a thing that everybody did. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that that's... That's actually something that's just a something my family did. My mother, I guess, is the one that really yeah. started me on that. Never did it. Like and it like I agree they are good tasting together. Like it's a good combination. But it still seems odd to me. Like so my like one of my favorites is buttered popcorn or any popcorn and sour patch kids. Like the like the popcorn gives that salty taste and we've got the sour and the sweet with sour patch kids. But, like, there's just a lot of, like, astringent-type tastes when you just have dill pickles and popcorn. But it works. It does. And and for me, I'm not a big fan of the salty-sweet combination on many mm, things. Like, there's a, there's very few things. I like salted caramel. Um, I could, chocolate-covered pretzels. No, you're not a huge pretzel fan. No. Doesn't do it for me. Because, mm-hmm. uh, once again, I don't care for pretz- hard mm-hmm. pretzels. I like soft pretzels, but... Not hard pretzels. And even soft pretzels you get, like, from the mall. Yeah. You know, they have one that's, like, rolled in cinnamon and sugar. Yeah. I don't want that. If I want anything, I, I just want salt, usually. There are some that kind of have some cheese and jalapenos baked mm-hmm. on the top. I like that. Or with the nacho cheese dipping sauce. Mm. I can handle that. But nothing sweet and salty other than, like, salted caramel. Mm. Like, I've known people that dipped, uh, they'll go to Wendy's and get a Frosty and yeah. fries and dip the fries in the Frosty. I've tried yeah. that. Didn't appreciate the combination, personally. Yeah. But pickles and popcorn. that The acidity and the sourness of the dill pi- of a good dill pickle, not some cheap shit. You've got to get a good spiced kosher dill pickle, like the ones that we get from the store, and the popcorn. What do you think it is that makes kosher dills kosher? I don't know. I mean... Is it kosher salt? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's what's then, used in the brine. Then what is it that makes kosher salt kosher? Um, I believe it has something to do with the iodine used to make it. But I might be making that up completely. That might not be mm. anything close to the truth. But um, I'm not sure exactly what makes it kosher. But I do know kosher dills have a different flavor. And that, that to me, the the acidity of the vinegary pickling offsets the butteriness and savoriness of the popcorn and then the sour complements the salty very well that's why i think the the all four flavors you know work in combination well, yeah i mean i definitely get the sour on the salt i mean that's part of the sour patch kid something yeah. but i do like to have that little bit of sweet too yeah i, I like the acidic and the buttery like those mm-hmm. those tend to seem to offset and work well for me so yeah we don't really I mean, have too much like buttery popcorn though here in the house no we have have that small phase of movie theater butter yeah the 12 year old was like when he was like oh i want buttered popcorn i was like well i don't know if we really have buttered popcorn and he's like we don't have movie theater butter and i was like no but at that point we didn't no we were out and i actually thought about just cutting a chunk off a stick of butter because we always have real butter in and melting it and pouring it over Mm -hmm. the popcorn because that's better than the crap that comes on the popcorn better for you yeah, that's what I mean. Better, and I think tastes better personally. Like I think the 
just depends mm. on how you do it. Like if you just have it like in a measuring glass, which is what I've done before, and just pour it on there, then it's just like these pockets of like butter coated popcorn, which I mean, admittedly, it still tastes good, but it's not like a. If you put enough that it it actually drains through to the bottom, and then you can kind of like stir it around and and kind of coat everything, I think that's the way to do it. Or just put it in the bottom and then stir the popcorn into it. Oh, yeah, see, like that works better. You're much more creative than I am when it comes to making stuff with food. I do love to cook, but yeah, if you put it down in the bottom of like a stainless steel bowl and then stir the popcorn into it, it tends to coat better, and you don't have the pockets as much rather than pouring it over the top. Mm-hmm. So. A mad scientist, as Kramer mm-hmm. would say. But the buttered popcorn era is over for us. We're just dealing with shit. And then we had this... I had, personally, this horrible scare when I went to the grocery store earlier in the week. <clears throat> I went and walked down the toilet paper aisle to get my usual, the Charmin Extra Strong, which is is like the perfect combination of soft and durable. Like, it doesn't just mm-hmm. fall apart and leave your asshole caked with chunks of toilet paper. Like... You know, when you take a big steamer, like, you need something durable, but that's not going to rub you raw, but we'll get this job done. Yeah. And there was zero Charmin toilet paper. Yeah. And I lost my shit. I'm not going to lie. No pun intended. (laughs) No pun pun intended. I didn't lose it because I didn't have Charmin. Um, So the entire aisle was this Chinese-made toilet paper. And I don't know what exactly it said on the paper because the everything on there was actually in Chinese, but I'm pretty sure it said "last fucking resort" is what <laughs> it translated to. How do you know it was Chinese? Um, it all said "made in China" on it. That was the only thing in English. Weird. Yeah, and then they had all of that. Then they had Scott brand toilet paper, which I would trust probably less than the Chinese toilet paper because I've never used the Chinese toilet paper. But I've tried Scott brand, and it's fucking horrific. Yeah, it is pretty bad. It's worse than pretty bad. Like, I think I would rather go out in the yard and drag my ass through the grass like a dog than use fucking Scott brand toilet paper. Like, I bleed from using that shit. It's... I mean, they seem to like it. The dogs, that is. It seems to work for them. I did see the big dog the other day dragging his ass on the carpet in the baby's room. Shut up. <laughs> you, it, was, it was on the camera... And you Shut had you up. had the monitor on. Shut and the fuck up! You had, you had your back to him. Shut up! Had, Don't even. Standing. It's not even funny. <laughs> he was dragging his ass on the baby's carpet. Yeah. You know I will <laughs> fucking kill you. Not why me? I'm. It was you're the dog fucking that, with me right now. <laughs> you're right. Okay. So he was actually scratching. He had one leg up, scratching, but on the camera, it looked like he was dragging his ass on the carpet. I was about to come in there screaming, "What the fuck are you?" No, it wasn't. He had his back leg up and scratching. But it looks how you know how they'll hunger their back legs up mm-hmm. to drag. That's what it looked like. I was mm-hmm. like, I was about to lose my shit. And then I realized he was just scratching his ear and sitting mm-hmm. next to the crib. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> a, little bit. a little bit. Anyway, um, crisis was averted because they also had um, quilted northern and some cottonelle toilet paper. I got the quilted northern because it was the good three-ply. And uh, the Cottonelle was the cheaper Cottonelle, so it was just like two-ply. Mm-hmm. Like, I got something that is a reasonable facsimile of, of Charmin. Typical I, man. Something affects your ass, and you're like, oh, got to get the good shit. Yep, 100%. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That's, that's one thing. Even when I was younger and completely broke that I did not ever skimp on was toilet paper. I always had Charmin toilet paper. Um 
ex-wife would occasionally buy like Scott Brandon. Oh, this was on sale. Yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> That's for homeless people. Yeah. That's not for people that are broke and poor. That is for straight up fucking homeless people. Like, I think that shit is cheaper than just buying a newspaper to wipe your ass with. Um, I didn't go that far. It's pretty It's, it's pretty cheap and it's really bad. I would almost rather wipe my ass with a newspaper. Yeah, a newspaper is like 50 cents or a dollar and it, you get a lot of pages out of that. And it's worth a hell of a lot more than Scott Brent toilets, toilet paper. though. It, it probably does, but mm. I got a trash can. I don't care. I can act like I'm in Mexico and just not flush the toilet paper. I don't give a fuck. Not using Scott Brent. There's more countries than just Mexico that don't flush their toilet paper. Yeah, but that's the one I dealt with growing up in Texas. Mm. I had a friend who would come over and like his his family was from Mexico, and when he'd come over to the house, he would just wipe and throw it in the, the trash can. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? And he's like, "What? You're not supposed to flush it." I'm like, "No, no, no! In America, you can. You can flush it here, and please fucking do because I'm not emptying that trash can." And we ended up being roommates. And every once in a while, he would revert back and he would like wipe his ass and throw it in the trash can. Immediately, I'd be in his room on the door. <laughs> hey, man. Go empty the fucking bathroom trash. I'm not looking at your shitty toilet paper while I try to piss. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. I'm sorry. I'm like, okay. Okay. Sorry I didn't cut it, Pedro. His name wasn't Pedro. His name was Juan. But I always used a... He had the most stereotypical Mexican name, but I would come up with a different stereotypical Mexican name when he did something like that. And he he appreciated it because he was a complete smartass, too. But mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but the, the Charmin thing is a big deal to me. Like, good toilet paper... Is one of those things that matters. Um, Like if I'm going to a friend's house, even for like an evening, a dinner party, anything. What friends of yours have dinner parties? I mean, I'm sure they do. I don't know that it, I mean, it hadn't happened, but I'm sure they will at some point. Somebody will. So this is an example that has never even actually happened. It doesn't even (laughs) exist. Something you just completely made up. No, it, it has happened, maybe not in the dinner party category, but in parties at people's houses. Okay. I just had dinner party to class it up a little bit because we're talking about shit and toilet paper. And I'm trying to, to make it a little more palatable. Come on. <laughs> like buttered popcorn. <laughs> yeah, like buttered popcorn. <laughs> baby shit. It makes the diapers more palatable. Mm. So I figured saying dinner party would make it a little more pal- palatable than a kegger at a buddy's house when I was younger. Mm. Point being, if they were having a party at their house, a kegger, a dinner party... A fucking orgy for all I care. Like, if I had to go to the bathroom and they had cheap toilet paper in whatever bathroom guests were allowed to use, I was just going home. Hmm. Wouldn't, wouldn't get a deal with it. I'd be like, oh, I gotta go there. Why? Oh, because you have cheap toilet paper in your guest bathroom. Hmm. Like, I'm sorry. I think better of my asshole than that. And I'm leaving. Okay. And the real game changer has been the bidet attachment yes. that we have in our bathroom. Should we give an unsolicited shout-out to the company that makes it? Yeah, why not? They actually do sponsor a lot of podcasts, so maybe maybe it'll be like, hey, these guys might be the ticket. Um, Tushy mm-hmm. brand, the bidet attachments from Tushy. We have one, Yep, and it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. When I went to Texas back in uh, November... Those two weeks I was away were hell for my butthole. Like, I just... Yeah. I felt dirty and ashamed. You should. All the time. Mm-hmm. Normally, I kind of like feeling dirty and ashamed. But this time, I didn't because it was different. It's because I just felt like my asshole was not clean. I would shower much more frequently just because my asshole felt filthy. So, I that's what I have to do to get you to shower more frequently? No, no, no. I, was, I mean, I'm talking like 
if I shit, I was like, oh, man, I need to shower real soon. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't have to shower as frequently here because we do have the bidet attachment. Mm. I think your definition of have to and mine are different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't still need to be a daily occurrence, but just not a multiple times a day occurrence. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. All right. Like if I go to a taco stand here, I'm still good with showering once a day. Whereas in Texas, I've went to a taco stand and say that taco stand hit me two or three times afterwards that mm -hmm. evening. I felt like I needed to shower two or three times. Gotcha. Basically, every time I shit, I needed felt like I needed a shower. Okay. So, and it was it was tough being away from the bidet. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It is, and you know we don't have the sink next to the toilet, mm -hmm. so we can't have the hot water hooked up. Mm -hmm. So, but no, cold water. I not like bad. it. It's cleaner, and you use less toilet paper, and your butthole thanks you for it. It really does. You know, if we lived in a colder climate, I think I would be more insistent on having the hot water hooked up on finding a way but being here in hawaii it's not no that big a deal and where our water heater is i guess not the water heater but the water line where that is like in the sun at certain parts of the day it the water is warm it is because our bathroom was added on to mm -hmm. it was like an addition later so the water line actually runs above ground so if you catch it mid-morning that water's nice and warm, so you don't yeah. worry about it. Even if it's cold, though, it's still 80 fucking degrees outside, and yeah. it's not that big a deal to mm -hmm. have a little cold water shooting in your asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Has the, the bidet been a big game changer for you? I know it was actually your idea to, to get that. Has that been a... No, I mean, not game changer. Like, I was at least into using wet wipes. I'm like, why... Like, I've met so many dudes that were, like, resistant to using those, like, whatever they're fucking called, those adult wet wipes. And it's like, what is the big deal? It's wet. Do you really think that you're, like, cleaning your butthole adequately by rubbing dry paper on it? So, I mean, you know, the tushy thing was just a, you know, reasonable next step. It really was. And I guess, like, the thing that, that made me definitely more interested in getting the bidet attachment was our trip to Japan. Mm -hmm. um, the bidets are everywhere in Japan. I thought mm -hmm. that was just a European, like a French thing. Yeah, I was surprised too to see how it was everywhere. But we always, you know, you always see stuff about, you know, always, but like those expensive Japanese toilets. Yeah, and uh, you know, I worked in a house that had one that, mm -hmm. you know, this $5,000 toilet that had a bidet attachment that did a pulse yeah, or it a seems excessive though. It, it was very excessive. I mean, when you walked into the room, the lid opened, it spritzed air freshener and water in the bowl to lube the bowl so nothing sticks. That's a good idea. Yeah. And then it had an asshole dryer and you could set the temperature of the air for the asshole dryer. You could set the water temperature. And then when you got up, it automatically closed and flushed. Who has this kind of disposable income? And why would they spend their disposable income on that? I mean, this was like a $17 million house when it was purchased in 2018, I believe, or 2016. It was a $17 million house then. So now I'm sure it's a $25 million mm. house. And um, it, was a, it was a fucking mansion on the ocean. I mean, yeah. their back gate led onto their own little beach right out back. So That's nice. Big swimming pool out back. They're the ones that had the, sh the bathtub in the shower. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was fucking insane. Um, but yeah, $5,000 toilet. But back to being in Japan. Yeah. Um, that, 
was the first time I had ever used a bidet. Mm-hmm. And that was just, what, two years ago now? Yep. Almost two years ago. It'll be two years ago next next yeah. month in, or in February. It'll be two years. And <clears throat> being there, using the bidets, using the... Having the heated toilet seats there yeah, in the winter was nice. was nice, too. Like, if I sit on a toilet seat in a 7-Eleven in the U.S., and it's really warm. I'm not sitting on a toilet seat in well, 7-Eleven in the U.S. <laughs> I'm not unless I have to, and it's an emergency. But if I do that here, it's like, oh, man, this seat's warm. Somebody has been here very recently. Yeah. There, they're all warm because they have heated toilet seats. They're, yeah. They're heated. They and their the 7-Elevens are, like, actually, the one toilet that was kind of gross in Japan was at a 7-Eleven at, like, midnight or something like that. It was a little gross. Not any worse than anything that I've gone in here. Yeah. But... Um, all of their toilets were pretty nice. Yeah, and I I had to shit at two 7-Elevens while we were there, while we were out roaming around. Both of them were spotless. The, yeah. the entire bathroom was like cleaner than most kitchens in the U.S. Yeah. It was it was insane. And they all have the little like video game control panel on the side definitely of them. cleaner than our bathrooms. Yeah, definitely cleaner than ours. Less hair as on in, the floor. As in the ones in our house. That's what I meant, too. I know. I said less I'm, hair on the I'm floor. I'm making sure our listeners know what we're talking about. I got you. Good call. Yeah. All two of them. <laughs> yeah, both of our... Hey, we had we had 83 listens to our first episode. Oh. We had 83 listeners for our first episode. That's pretty damn good for our first episode of a new podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the prowess of the high comedy pod being the number one comedy podcast in Hawaii <laughs> had something to do with that, but I'm... What happens if our AUI pod exceeds that? I know it's not like, you know, comic comedy advertised, but... It, it is still happen. a comedic podcast, so yeah, it I could agree. it could surpass the I'm high comedy pod. Ready to get shit together. I know if 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 Ray contributed more, the high comedy pod could be the number one podcast in the country. But you know, since he won't get his shit together, Joe Rogan's just got to keep that spot held down. And <laughs> that bastard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we can compete. Hey, The Rock is in Hawaii. We could try to get him on as a podcast guest. That would boost our listenership. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. We should look into that. Right. And Obama's always here. We could have him on. That would be great. I mean, have a former president on the podcast. That, that would be awesome. That would be like major league shit. We need to start Instagramming, Instagram messaging these people and Facebook messaging and whatever the fuck else. Or even better, your favorite one that you would love more than anything, Kirk Hammett. Yeah. Kirk Hammett. Imagine having him on the AUI pod. God damn it, Jason. You need to get on this shit. <laughs> I should have hit him up when I ran into him down in Honolulu yeah. instead of just not speaking to him at all. Yeah. We talked about that on the podcast, didn't we? I don't know. I don't remember. Did we, I don't, we may not have. I don't think we did. Mm. I okay, don't remember. So, well, for those of you who don't know, I was standing in line to get lunch one day and Kirk Hammett, guitar player from Metallica, was standing in front of me. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize that he's wearing no shirt, board shorts, and a mask. Those fucking masks. Yep. And Which, like, to be fair, wear your mask, but go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, and he had his back to me also, and he kind of like glanced back, and I saw the mole on his cheek, and then I saw his tattoos, and I was like, that's interesting. So then I Googled Kirk Hammett shirtless, and I, I promise that is the first time I've ever Googled that. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can check that in my history. I've never just Googled that for fun. But it was, I, I found, actually, I've originally tried Kirk Hammett tattoos mm-hmm. and I found a bunch of pictures of people who got Kirk tattoos Hammett of Kirk Hammett. Yeah. yeah. So that didn't work. So I Googled Kirk Hammett shirtless and I'm like, holy fuck. I'm comparing the tattoos. I'm like, that's him. He's right there. He's 10 feet from me. Well, we should, uh, 
we should uh, definitely tag The Rock and Barack Obama and Kirk Hammett when you post this and see if we get any hits. Absolutely. We would love yeah. any of them to be on. All the, There's so many celebrities live here. We could have Yeah, we've never seen any of them. I know. I mean, I've seen Kirk Hammett. I saw somebody else. Who was it? Oh, I think I might have seen Sammy Hagar one day driving right. by. We had the baseball player, Sid. Uh, I don't remember his last name. Sid, not vicious. No. He played for the Baltimore Oil. No, not Or Barrett. <laughs> it wasn't him either. It was a baseball player. Um, he pitched in the World Series Fernando, for... Fernando? Fernandez. Fernandez, I think. Maybe Sid, Sid Fernandez. Fernandez. Yeah. He played for the Orioles. He played mm. for... Was it the Mets or the Yankees? He Mets. played for Mets, yeah. And he uh, went to the World Series playing yeah. for the Mets. Pitched in the World Series and... Yeah. If I'd known he played for the Orioles, I, I would have uh, told him that my dad was an Orioles fan until he died. Yep. Should have gotten his autograph. Great guy, too. Bought us all shots. Did he? I yeah. don't remember. <laughs> Obviously, he bought you shots while I was gone, too. And he was definitely more talkative with you when I wasn't there. Yeah, he was. But when I got back, he was like, oh, shit, you're here? All right. Yeah, well. he didn't say much of anything, and then you'd leave, and he'd start talking to me. Yeah. Nothing inappropriate. Just chat. Yeah. Well, when I when I came back once, you two were talking, and then he spoke with me a little bit when I came back. Oh, okay. Like, oh, I can't make this too obvious. <laughs> but I was like flirting with the pretty girl at the bar. So he did speak to me a bit. And then he bought us all shots. So mm-hmm. super nice guy. Hanging out at a little hole-in-the-wall biker bar in Hawaii. Yeah, Just, we need to go back there. We do. I wonder if it's the thing, open. The thing is, is that, it you know, like, we like biker bars. But the one that we have been to together, other than that one, <laughs> <laughs> the drinks were a lot cheaper. They were. That one wasn't bad for bars in Hawaii. The, the drinks weren't horrible. They no. weren't cheap, but compared to like some of the places down in yeah. Waikiki and Honolulu, especially like uh, one place where we've gone to see some comedy, their drinks are expensive. Yeah. Not Hawaiian Brian's though. Like that place. No. Yeah, it's good. Hawaiian Brian's is a fun one. Gonna not gonna lie. The next time we go to a place where there's expensive drinks and we're trying to see comedy, I'm going to buy that Budweiser seltzer. Also, not anybody who's actually sponsoring us, but... But you enjoyed it. Where yeah. were we when you drank that? You, uh, you had a couple... Well, the most recent was at Hawaiian Brian's. Okay. It was... A, yeah, that's right. It was Hawaiian Brian's. You had the mango and the strawberry? Yeah, the strawberry was a mistake because she accidentally brought it, but I was curious, but the mango was way better. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. The hard seltzer has have gotten really big. Super weird. Yeah, like they're everywhere, and everybody's making them. All the Hawaiian breweries mm-hmm. are making their own. Um, and I'm I'm just not a big fan of the seltzer water, so it doesn't do it for me. You see, I have to worry about my girlish figure, so you know, I think that like that's those are fewer calories than some of the other shit that I drink. So, yeah, that's why I like straight whiskey because it's fewer, lower calorie than you know that's true beer or mixing it with coke or something if i just drink more straight whiskey that's true life would be I'll better just be drinking more of it then i know that's the problem like in the evenings i'm thirsty when we're sitting around so a lot of times i'll get a you know cheaper bourbon to mix for drinks in the evening mm-hmm. but then i'm drinking a lot of soda mm-hmm. but if i just drank straight whiskey i would have to drink a lot more <laughs> so that's why that's why I, drink like bubbly or also nobody who's paying us <laughs> yeah. or um you know club soda occasionally tonic but there's extra stuff in tonic there is it is sweeter mm-hmm. and i don't have a bottle of gin i should should maybe drink some gin and tonics might be a little better for are me you, than are you sure that tonic is better 
I think I'm pretty certain it has less sugar than Coca-Cola. Yeah. I mean, it has some extra sugar, but it's not much. And I like gin and tonic. That's the thing. But like, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a whiskey guy. And yeah. I am. I, I will always be a whiskey guy. I mm-hmm. love bourbon. I love good uh, single malt scotch. And so that's my thing. Like yeah. bourbon and Cokes if I'm just sitting around and want something to drink. Yeah. I mean, I like whiskey and I really want to be a whiskey chick. But yeah, I'm into vodka. Eastern European. <laughs> vodka girl. Yeah. You know, goes really good with soda water. Well, and you're doing both now. You've had your vodka drink and some whiskey. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to do some real soul searching when we go to happy hour after this. <laughs> I know. Mai Tai. Yeah. Just a Mai Tai. That place is great. See, this is maybe what I should do is so I don't drink either one as fast. Just have a beer and a glass of straight whiskey. That way I'm not just pounding beers, but I'm also not just pounding straight whiskey. So maybe I need to try that like I do during our podcasts in the evenings while we're watching TV. Yeah, I already drank all mine. You did. I poured a little more in my glass by accident. <laughs> Air quotes, accident. Um, I know we had a direction we were going and completely derailed, but I mean, but, we derailed talking about alcohol. Butts <laughs> and poop and It is the butt holes. cast. Yeah. Or, butt cast or ass cast? What should know. we title this? I don't know. Let's leave it a surprise. It's pretty ass-tastic podcast, I will say. Um. Another thing I want to talk about is, and this this stems from a brief clip you showed me of Sex in the City, <laughs> which I'm not a fan of the show Sex in the City. I never have been. You always have been, and you've been rewatching it a little bit when I'm not home, when I'm away. And there was there was an entire clip on <laughs> ass eating <laughs> that lends itself so well to this conversation. Do you want to set up what the the scene was in the show? Well, it was. Um I'm pretty sure season four, I think episode six, for those of you who want to go back and watch it. And uh, Miranda. And, and just so everybody knows, Sex in the City or HBO, neither one sponsors of us. Yeah. Our only sponsor <laughs> is ByJeansDirtySocks.com. Which, if you missed the commercial at the beginning, go back and give it a listen. Yeah. So it's um, the episode where Miranda gets somebody, get gets involved with somebody who you know, likes to lick her butthole. And she's like, what is this? Is this what's happening now? And, you know, the other chicks are kind of like, you know, one of them's like, oh, absolutely not. What's what's going on? And another one's like, oh, yeah, it'd be really nice if you let it happen. And another one's like, well, my husband likes to do it. So anyway, it was just like this conversation about how is the butthole actually on the menu these days? And should we reciprocate? The should we reciprocate conversation was funny because the like really like kind of mousy goody goody girl on there. She's not mousy. She's a little mousy. She's kind of got the ears. She's not not brunette. You like brunettes. I do like brunettes, but she still is a little mousy. She's a little tiny thing with like kind of big ears. I don't know. That's what I see as mousy. She's kind of got that high pitched giggly like schoolgirl voice. You never saw her in Melrose Place? Nope. Absolutely did not. (laughs) Did not. (laughs) But... No, but yeah, her response was, wait, we don't? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, you could tell she definitely was tossing the salad. And Well, she was like... But but the one that was supposed to be, like, the freak was like, oh, absolutely not. When when talking about reciprocating, you have to be specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
in the reciprocation portion of the conversation. I mean, to be fair, dude's buttholes are really dirty. I've we've had this discussion. I, I don't ever expect you to lick my butthole. Like um, that's not something I would ever ask you to do. Like if you were one time down there and were just like wanted to give it a try, I wouldn't push you away and be like, "Don't do that." But I mean, I get it. I wouldn't want to lick my asshole either. <laughs> <laughs> like guys are, you know, if guys were flexible enough, they would absolutely suck their own dick. No doubt about it. Mm. Any guy who says they wouldn't is a fucking liar. And I won't argue that point for a minute. But if I was flexible enough to do that, still wouldn't do it. Not my thing. Mm. You, no problem. Me, <laughs> big problem. Like, you know, if you were like, eat my ass like groceries, I would be like, oh, okay, that's what she wants. See, you gotta we be, got a job we're to doing do. the, the pronoun thing again. I don't know who is who that you're talking about and you. which asshole. Because you say it and she and he and you and me. If you told me, hey, eat my asshole like groceries. Gotcha. I'd be like, all right, I got a job to do. Let's do this. I'd pack a lunch. We'd go to work. Okay. See, you just said. I'm, I'm being specific now. Yeah, now you are being specific. Because I was kind of like, if you said. Like, I was like, is he talking about if he wants to eat my asshole or if I wanted to eat his asshole? Either way. Like, if you wanted to do it, I would be like, all right, cool. Go for it. Let me go make sure it's washed first. And I would I would do you the courtesy of taking a shower immediately and be like, all right, <laughs> go to work. Tell me what you think. Leave me a nice review on Yelp. But well, who? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I would never ask you or expect you to at all because I know my asshole we've been together a long time we've been through a lot of shit together mm. I mm. know mm-hmm. I know I don't blame you no. I wouldn't do it either okay that's good to know you know what? if I was a gay dude I'd be like the gay dude that doesn't do that that doesn't doesn't give I'm like no you're a dude I'm sorry I know what dudes assholes are like yeah I don't know what women's assholes are like I've never been in the bathroom with a woman taking a shit that's fair I mean I've seen women pee it's not that big a deal but I've never seen a woman take a shit, you know? And, and you know, guys be. That's not that big a deal. You know, you shake the tip off, you're good. Hmm. Maybe blot it with a little paper if it drips a little. You know, whatever. It always it's drips. That, I know it does. It's not that big a deal, though. And But, like, I know what guys do in the bathroom. I've been a guy for a long fucking time. Almost 40 years now. That's true. So I'd be, like, the worst gay guy ever. I'd be like, all right, the dick's cool. Don't get your asshole near me. They're like, but you're going to do me, right? Nope. I'm sorry. I I know what a guy's asshole is like. I know what that, you know, you don't go into a, like, an area you know is dangerous. With your mouth or at all? At all. Well, but, like, a lot of dudes are, like, like, they prepare. And some chicks, too. They prepare their asshole. Oh, yeah. I know, like, like porn stars, they get, like, enemas and stuff yeah, beforehand. I mean, like, that happens to lay public, also. I, I get that. But, like... If you're in a relationship, it's different. You're not going to do that. Like if you're if you're two guys in a relationship together, you're going to have those lazy days where you're just you know, like no, I'm not going to I'm not going to do the enema before this. And you're like, you mm. know, chick poop is not a whole lot different from. See, I feel like so it is. There's a difference I'm, between chick poop. All right, so we're talking about chick poop versus dude poop. There's probably not a whole lot different. I there's feel like it definitely is definitely difference between chick butthole and dude butthole though. <laughs> exactly and that's the thing it's it's not i don't i don't even it's not even the poop it's the butthole that freaks me out more like a dude asshole is gross no doubt about it yeah like a chick in a porno like fully bent over spread eagle showing both of them hot 
dude going at it on a chick and the camera goes from behind and his cheeks kind of part for a minute. It's like, oh, oh, I didn't. Oh, that was, that was bad. Even porn star ass and porn star asshole is not real person asshole. No, it's porn star cleaner. dudes have that like waxed, almost yeah. plasticky looking asshole. Still, it's too much for me. Like I, I know that's a dude. I, I can see his balls hanging down. <laughs> even the asshole, even though the asshole may look more like a chick asshole, I know better. And I, it's it's creepy. Hmm. It's creepy. But I guess like so. When was that episode of of Sex in the City made? Like season four. What would that have been like? Um, ninety seven ish, ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, somewhere maybe in that range. Ninety eight. Ninety eight ish. I feel like it's ninety eight because of. Yeah, I think 98 because of, or maybe, maybe 2000. I don't know. Something, something else that I saw on that. See, I'm not, I'm not familiar. I, I know it was like around the 2000 range, you know, well, I what I was going it, on. I, I remember watching the first episode and being like, that was a really good, like, there's been a few shows where I'm like, this is a really good first episode and Sex and the City was one of them. And then I stopped watching it for a while and then started watching it again. So that was in the era when I was like in between, like I was catching up. Yeah, I actually just looked this up, and from what I'm seeing here, we're actually off. It looks like uh, season four might have been 2001, 2002. Okay, I said maybe 2000. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you were closer than I was. I was, I honestly thought this was mid to late 90s. Um, no. Once again, not an expert, but you know. Anyway. So ass eating was obviously not a very common thing now. Anybody who's been on the internet at all in the last three to five years knows that ass eating is a very popular topic. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you you know Billy Sherman, local white comedian that's now in uh, Milwaukee, eat my ass is his favorite thing to say. Um, he actually has a picture on his wall now that says eat my ass like 10 times down I wonder it. what would happen if somebody actually did. I don't know. He's a hairy dude. So I'm guessing they would choke to death. <laughs> but and he's I think he's Greek, part Greek, maybe mm. some Jewish. I don't know. He's a weird mix of like Puerto yeah. Rican, Mexican, Jewish, Greek. And he's he's a very hairy man, though. I think you, you've seen a cat, obviously, <laughs> and you've seen a cat with a hairball. I think that's what that would be the end result of a woman going down on Ew. and eating uh, Billy Sherman's ass. But <laughs> definitely tagging him in the post Dev, on this podcast now. <laughs> Love you, Billy. You're my boy. Um, but like. When did the rise of ass eating happen has been the question on everybody's mind. Mm, I was definitely thinking about it. I know. it's it, Who isn't at this point? You know, And I think you really got to look back to the birth of the internet. And I think the birth of the internet was probably what led to the rise of ass eating. Mm-hmm. Because eating yeah. pussy and sucking dick has been something that has been around for millennia. But at some point after the internet was created, there there was a tipping point. You, if you look on the graph of the amount of porn watched over the timeline of the existence of the world, like as the graph goes up, the more images of oral sex have been seen. That's the vertical axis on the graph. And it goes along pretty steady. And then it hits the era of the internet and it comes up pretty steeply but once it hits the era of cell phones Mm. being big enough to view porn on them because that's when cell phones started getting bigger you know it was all about cell phones getting smaller until somebody realized you could surf the internet on a cell phone oh this is cool let's make the screen a little bigger then some genius was like i can look at fucking porn on my cell phone and now it's like carrying a goddamn tablet in your pocket 
And that's why, because, you know, you got to have a bigger screen for those wide-angle shots to really see that gaping asshole. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway, as the images of oral sex climbed on this scale, the people became desensitized. It was like, oh, look, he's licking her clit. Oh, look at that. He stuck his tongue in her. Oh, look, she's got his dick in her mouth. Can we can we find something a little... Oh, wow. He just licked her asshole. Is there more of that out there? And I think from that point on, ass-eating became more of a thing. Mm-hmm. What year do you think this happened? I'm guessing probably around 2010 to 2014 is when it really started taking off. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess if you're mm. arguing the whole, you know, rise of the smartphone... Then that happened 2010, 11-ish. Yeah, that was when the first iPhone came out. That's also like 2010 or 11 was when I got my first was the HTC Evo, which was my first smartphone, which had the fucking BlackBerry. I see. I had a BlackBerry leading up to that. And then I got the Evo, which had the kickstand built into it. Still the greatest thing ever in a smartphone. And they're the only ones that did it that came built into the phone. It had a little kickstand so you could set your phone up. And at the time I was working dispatching at a police department. So if I put on Netflix or Pornhub or whatever. I could there was put no the Pornhub ki- then. No, it was a U-Porn was the one I used to watch back then. Anyway, you flip the kickstand out, set your phone up, and uh, hit play. Classy. I know. I'm a classy motherfucker. You don't even know. You're a lucky no, lady. I don't, I'm not judging you for... Watching you porn. I'm judging you for watching you porn while you're working dispatch. Yeah. (laughs) I worked overnights. Things got boring. Things got really boring at times. Sometimes they were not boring overnight. It was a big city. It was Dallas, Texas. You know, wasn't the city of Dallas, but it was in the Metroplex. And um, shit got wild at night sometimes. Other nights, it was fucking dead. Oddly enough, uh, Holidays were really dead overnight, but shockingly enough, New Year's Eve, like after 2 a.m., it just died. Like, because all the drunks were like, oh shit, we got to get home. And they went home. Mm-hmm. And then they stayed home. They didn't get bored. They didn't go out for tacos later. They were mm-hmm. shit faced. That's amateur night. You have all the drunks arrested between like 1 30 a.m. and 2 30 a.m. That's when all the drunks are at, you know, New Year's Eve's always been amateur night. You got everybody who thinks they're a drinker that doesn't drink all year, decides to go out and throw down on New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. They get shit-faced. They're trying to drive home. They get arrested. The professionals are already home. The people that really (laughs) drink, like you and I, Mm -hmm. those motherfuckers are home long before. Yeah, we're not out that time. Yeah, not out at that time of night. The dumbasses are. Midnight's in like an hour? We should go. (laughs) Yeah, let's go get really drunk at home and then just pass out. Mm -hmm. You know what you're doing. Or go to the bar two miles up the street. Yeah, and then the the amateurs that are still a little scared, they'll go home a little early and they're not going anywhere because they're like, oh, all the drunks are out. No, asshole, all the drunks are home, including you. So you have those that get arrested early in the night. And then as the night progresses, like from 2 to 2.30, you have the ones that get cocky and are like, I'm fine, I can drive. And they do, and then they get thrown in jail. So from like 2.30 on, there's nobody out. Everybody's passed the fuck out because they've been drinking since way early in the day. The professionals are asleep anyway because they're used to this. It's no special occasion to stay <laughs> up late. They're passed out. And things are quiet. The rest of the night's boring as shit. So, you know, throw up some U-porn, set your phone up, especially if you're sitting on the call taker side in our dispatch studio or dispatch room because it was 
kind of isolated over by itself and or even better so i worked with these two chicks that were just fucking amazing they were, they were actually a couple there was this lesbian couple they were some of my favorite people in the world one of them loved to browse the craigslist personals ads which don't exist anymore hmm. but she would browse the craigslist personal ads we called it story time and she would read the most horrific shit she could find to us out loud and if the if those personals still existed i would make that a segment on our podcast we mm-hmm. would look for the worst ones we could find and read them aloud but sadly they're gone she used to do that it was it was amazing i remember one night reading one and she goes what's a crampy and it was a guy in a hotel room looking for another guy to come give him a crampy and i looked at it and said all right, third grader, that's called cream pie, and that means he wants a dude to nut in his ass. And she's like, I know what a cream pie is. Shut up. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. Hmm. I was in Amsterdam and went to go see this, like, sketch comedy type thing. They did a lot of improv and stuff, and one of the things that they did was on stage call people on, like, their Amsterdam version of Craigslist, <laughs> like, live in front of everybody. It was pretty funny. That would be amazing. See, we need to try to find where all the Craiglisters went so we can we can implement something like this into mm. our podcast. It could be entertaining. Uh, the other thing, one night, so we had a call from a hotel in town that there was a room that the door was cracked open a little bit and at least 10 guys had come and gone from this room in the last hour. Like, they're in there, like, five to ten minutes, and then they leave. And then another guy, and, and like there's been at least ten dudes come in and go in the last hour, hour and a half. We were like, all right, suspicious activity, we'll send an officer out. So we sent, sent an officer out to go see what was going on. He goes up to the room. The door is cracked open. It's, like, propped open with a shoe or something. He opens it up. There's a guy, naked, face down on the bed. And they're like, excuse me, sir. Can we talk to you for a minute? And uh, the guy gets up, and rather than putting clothes on, he just goes and sits in in the hotel room chair, which is one of those, like, vinyl upholstered chairs, the cheap vinyl upholstery. And they're talking to him, and my coworker, the one that always did story time, was like, hmm. So she did a quick uh, Craigslist search of this hotel in our city and found the ad. <laughs> this gentleman had posted an ad on Craigslist, said, I will be in such and such hotel, in such and such room. I will be face down on the bed. Come in, fuck me, dump your load, and then go. You don't have to speak if you don't want to. I don't ever have to look up to see your face. Just use me and be on your way. And thank you for coming. C-U-M-M-I-N-G. Coming. And the gentleman had been coming. (laughs) So we found the ad. She found the ad. She was like, oh, my God, I know what's happening. Look. She shows this ad, sends it on the chat program we have with the officers, and (laughs) we're all dying laughing in there. The, The guys on scene came in to talk to us afterwards, and they were like, the smell in that room was so fucking atrocious. And the worst part was the guy doesn't get dressed when he gets up and sits in the chair. Like, he just sits down naked. Like, can we finish here so I can get back to what I was doing? And they're like, dude. And it wasn't like some cheap, shitty motel. Like, 
it was a nice hotel in Dallas. <laughs> like it was, it was a nice place. They're like, yeah, you can't do this here. There are hotels out on the interstate where you could probably get away with this. No money's exchanging hands, so yeah, you know like, it's not so like there's a crime being committed. But the hotel was not okay with that many people coming and going that weren't guests. Mm. So they were like, you know, they're not cool with it. It's against their policy. You need to go find somewhere more suitable for this. He was like, well, I just thought this was, you know, a more safe place. We're like, really? This is a safer place to come to find a bunch of dudes to come just pump loads into you all day, (laughs) which is not the most safe activity I can think of. Anyway, they said when he got up to get dressed, it looked like an oil slick in that vinyl seat. Everything that had leaked out of him, the lube and bodily fluids and... It was horrific. It's a good. I mean, this is the first time I've ever said it's a good thing dudes can't get pregnant. <laughs> he wouldn't have a clue. That kid would be like 13 different people all mixed into one. Kids. It, kids. it's not going to be the first time it happened. <laughs> first and only time. It was horrific. Like, they, they, the stories that I have from that could fill an entire series of podcasts. But that was one of the best. I can't believe you've never told me this before. I know. I can't either. That was one of my favorites, too. I am stunned I've never told you that story. Yeah, I mean, other stories you told me like three times. I know. I know. I forget some of the good ones sometimes. There was a lot of shit that went down. And some of them I get like halfway through and you're like, I don't want to hear this. So I don't finish telling it. And then I come back to it the next time. And you're like, oh, yeah, still don't want to hear this. <laughs> so <laughs> like the guy that got hit on the interstate running from the cops and his foot. Yeah, I've off heard of, that like yeah. three or four I times. I know, exactly. See, because I never finished the story. I have heard it. What What else is there after his foot was <laughs> hitting somebody's windshield or whatever? Like, is there more? I mean, there might have been a little more, but it's, it's good. Exactly. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> but now you know the story of the, the gist slick on the vinyl seat. Jizz slick. The jizz slick. Hmm. Okay. How do you spell jizz? J-I-Z-Z. I was just curious if it was onesie or two. I say two, but there was actually a porno website that was like either you jizz or jizz tube. I don't remember which it was, but it was only with one Z. And I'm like, well, that's just... Lazy? Yeah, it's just lazy. That's not even doing it right. <laughs> everybody, sp- everybody who's anybody spells jizz with two Zs. Mm, okay. How do you spell it? I've never spelled it. I was just You've curious. you never spelled jizz? Ever? I would probably use two Z's. How do you spell jism? No. You just don't spell jism? <laughs> you say, I say, how do you spell jism? You said no. So you just, you, you don't? <laughs> I thought you said, I thought you said have, have you ever spelled, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> would, how would you spell jism? <laughs> that's not what you asked. Okay. I said, how do you spell jism? You did. I, I said no. <laughs> you just said no. I'm like, okay, everybody just don't ever spell the word jism. Just never. <laughs> never. Uh, you don't. That's how motherfuckers. J-I-Z-Z-U-M. See, I'd spell it J-I-S-M. Jism. Seems that's classier. Just, that's just confusing. Jism. It, I don't know. It's, it seems classy to me. If jism is a derivative, like if jism is a derivative of jizz, you need to have the z's in there. But it's the English language, and as we all know, the English language makes no fucking sense. So it's j i s m jism. What about j i z m? Yeah, it doesn't work. Hey Google, how do you spell jism? Did you hear it? No. Okay, hold on. Let me turn the volume up. Hey, Google. How do you spell jism? 
Hey, Google. How do you spell jism? It's thinking. Jesus, really? You answered me right the first time. See, phones never do a 202. Hey, Google. How do you spell jism? Jism is spelled J-I-S-M. Interesting. That is interesting. I didn't know. I was just guessing. Seems like I've seen it written somewhere. But where would I have seen jism written? Where wouldn't you have seen jism <laughs> written? Uh, anywhere in my internet search history, probably. Probably. <laughs> On both computers. And my phone. Mm-hmm. And any public library I happen to stop mm-hmm. in. <laughs> All right, well, your drinks are gone. My beer is about gone. Hold on. All right, my beer's gone. Uh, so hold on, whiskey's next. Mm-hmm. All right, well, my whiskey's gone. My beer's gone. Your vodka drink and your whiskey is gone. Mm-hmm. For a while now. And it's happy hour now. Yeah, it is. As we're recording this on the day we're recording this, it is officially happy hour. We're at like 57 minutes into this podcast. I think that's that's pretty good for one day, right? I think so. Well, then we'll see you next time. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. It is the AUI podcast, Adulting Under the Influence. I'm Jason. I'm Jean. We'll see you next time. We'll be back in a week to a week and six days. <laughs> Somewhere around there. Somewhere. Over the rainbow. Your mom. Jism. <laughs> which is with an S. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Webster said so. Oh, was that was that the definition? Or was that the source? It was Google. I want to see Webster the Webster just now. sounds more official. Yeah, the I source was Google. Meh. Meh. The Oracle has spoken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>